This is the In The Cove podcast. Welcome to the In The Cove podcast. My name's Rob Caldor. And I'm Jackie Barker from In The Cove. And Jackie, look, we haven't had a podcast for a while, but I mean, in these crazy COVID lockdown times, I feel like time has got its own momentum. So who knows when we had the last one? Well, Rob, the problem is I have been head down, bum up because the COVID news has just been coming thick and fast and I've hardly left my keyboard. So when you've said to me, let's podcast, I've just been snowed under, but I've made time today because I've got some really important points to make about um, COVID and information. And look, I, I think one of the things that's happened with COVID is that we're all sharing this. It's a worldwide shared trauma that we'll all deal with in years to come. But having an avenue like the podcast and In the Cove and all these kinds of things to express what's going on, find out information, it's a, it's a valuable tool that we must keep using. So everyone, just remember all those basics of exercise and mental health. Speaking of exercise, Jackie, what have we got planned for today's podcast? Well, today's podcast, we're going to go through um, information about COVID and how you can find out about COVID cases in Lane Cove and where you can get vaccinated. But at the end of our podcast, we speak to Andy Smith from North Shore Running and Outdoor Fitness, who um, he's a columnist on um, In the Cove. People love his articles and he's just going to talk a little bit about how to get outside and exercise during COVID-19 and how to make the most of your exercise time. Look, I'm excited to speak to Andy. I've actually seen Andy, but whizzing by, he's fast. He is fast. You know, can I just tell you a funny story? So I was, and this was before lockdown when one could move, I was on my way to a friend's place in Castle Craig and I looked out the window and I saw this man with a beautiful running style and I thought, oh my gosh, that's Andy. And he's not in Lancôme, he's in Castle Craig. So I beeped him to wave and I shouldn't have done it because the poor person in front of me was a pea plater and they thought I was abusing them. And the mother, and I don't blame her because it, it looked like it, the mother's out the window screaming at me and telling me how rude I was. And I felt so bad when all I was doing was trying to say hello to Andy in Castle Craig. You know what, I'm sure everyone now will get over it. The joys of leaving our LGA. What a what a fantasy that feels like now. I have not left our LGA in, well, I can't tell you. And what's more, I don't think I've left my house that, that often either. I, the, the only time I go up to Lane Cove is when I need um, to grab something from the chemist and that's about it. In the Cove News. How do you find out on a daily basis what's going on in Lane Cove? I mean, we all we all watch the 11 o'clock Gladys and there are lots of bets on the numbers and what she's going to wear. But how do you find out what's going on in Lane Cove? So there is a website called New South Wales Dataset and you can go in there and click the to download um, COVID stats per LGA. And it will tell you um, how many cases per day there are of COVID-19 cases in Lang Cove Council area. And that includes um, every suburb in Lang Cove and Greenwich, because Greenwich is part of the Lang Cove Council area, but doesn't include a bit of Lang Cove North, and that's the bit that is on the Mowbray public school side because that is part of Willoughby. 
and at the moment, so today's the um, this this week we've been tracking at thirty two cases since in the last four weeks, but of the active cases, we're down to twenty nine. Um, and an active case is defined as someone who is in isolation and under the control of New South Wales Health. Uh, so, um, and also you can just also Google, if you Google locally acquired cases by LGA, that will also come up. So that's how you find out. And within that, you can do a search and it'll show you the number of cases in the 2066 postcode and it'll show you the number of cases in the 2065 postcode, 2065 being Greenwich. Um, so that's how you find out the number of cases in Lane Cove. Um, now, what does that all mean? Well, it means that we can't be complacent. We don't have the number of cases in Blacktown and, and um, those suburbs have, but you only need a couple to spread. And so we've, we've got to, you know, mask up, scan in and get vaccinated. That's the key. And talking of vaccination, our vaccination rate at the moment is really doing well, Rob. What's the number look like? So for our LGA, which is number seventh in terms of all of the LGAs in New South Wales for vaccination rates, of the people who are eligible, 79.5% are first have a first dose and 52% are fully vaxxed. That that will help bring the numbers down because obviously if you're vaxxed, you're less, you're less likely to, to spread it or if you do, you might not have a high viral load. They are talking about opening things up when we hit that magic 70 or 80%. It changes from day to day, but our chance to sit in a restaurant or sit outside at a restaurant, go to a pub or club is underpinned by people getting one of the two jabs or I think there's a third one hitting the market soon. There is. And let's talk about that. So at the moment, um, AZ is everywhere. You can walk into any pharmacy in Lane Cove. Well, not any pharmacy, but most pharmacies in Lane Cove. Uh, Gavin Star, Riverview, Wade's, the Greenwich one, and um, the Optimal Pharmacy on Longerville Road. And you can get the AZ. And as Dr Chance says every day, she's surprised at the number of over 60s who haven't got vaccinated when there's so much AZ around. And what she said is, speak to your doctor, see if it's for you, because any time you talk to your doctor, it's bulk billed, it doesn't cost you anything, uh, if you're talking about vaccinations, and then go and get vaccinated. So if you know someone who's being a bit concerned, tell them to speak to their doctor. I actually did that. I've got several underlying health conditions that I was worried about. I went to my doctor and said, should I get vaccinated? And um, he said that the risk for me was much higher not being vaccinated. I went and got vaccinated, felt had a sore arm, felt a bit nauseous for, for three or four hours, and that was it. I also got my 19-year-old daughter vaccinated with AZ, and she's fine. That was before Pfizer was a little bit more available. And Moderna... Is um, has been approved and a couple of the pharmacies have told me that within a couple of weeks they will have it. But if you're eligible now, go and get the AZ if you're if you've spoken to your doctor and that's the right thing. Because if you're don't you know don't if you're over fifty or over sixty, don't wait to get vaccinated. Over sixty is the is the is the one that people are, that Dr Chance worried about. Now, Jackie, you've spoken about the over 60s, but I know from September 13, ages 12 to 15 will also have availability of 
doses. I've got kids in that age group who are actually working, and it's very challenging because they want to uh, they want to keep earning their their money. They want their independence, but they can't get vaccinated. So from September thirteen, there'll be availability in various places. I'm not sure where in Lane Cove exactly it'll be, but you just got to log onto the website and see what comes up. I think it'll be Pfizer for that age group. But again, when we're talking about kids going back to school, they're the ones that are also spreading it. So we want to get as many people from all ages vaccinated. Mm. Um, And I think what will happen is that the Roseville um, Respiratory Centre and Ride Respiratory Centre will have um, Pfizer pretty soon for that age group. So that that should make it easier. But of course, there's always it'll it'll be at Homebush as well. Absolutely. Now, Jackie, we we have to focus on COVID. One of the things we're still leaving the house to you know go to the shops and things like that. How do we find out if there are any areas of exposure in the area? Yeah, you know what? It's really interesting. Um, so New South Wales Health used to always list all of the exposure sites, but of course the horses bolted and there's just too many of them. So New South Wales no longer list exposure sites in Greater Sydney. They only do them for the regional centres because they can still keep a handle on them. So where do you find out? Well, luckily in the Cove has a huge amount of roving reporters out there and if they see a sign go up at a Woolworths, a Coles, an Ampol, a BP, they tell us. And so I can't guarantee that we're covering 100%, but as soon as we find out, we verify it through Coles Woolworths media team and then we get it up. So please keep on looking on our In the Cove main page on Facebook and also our Week in Review that goes out in our Wednesday newsletter summarises them for a week. So that's the only way we're keeping up to date. But at least that's a great community service that I think In the Cove's offering, if I do say so myself. (laughs) If you're worried, order online. It's not hard. I highly recommend ordering online. We have a lot of local independent um, butchers and fruit and veggie shops in Lane Cove. And they, all of the, we've got four independent butchers and every one of them does online deliveries or you can ring them and they will deliver to you. Because one of the things, the feedback we are getting is that the Woolies and Coles is taking a bit longer because they have to stand so many people down when there's exposures. So order local, win-win. And also Fig Tree Greengrocer, they don't order online, but you can email them or you can phone them. They'll pack it all up. You drive in, you phone them, and they come out and put it straight into your boot. That's another thing to to bear in mind is that we do have lots of places that are a little bit independent that you can use. You also can get an amazing range of food. I mean, you've got everything from you know, Indian through to Springbok Delights in, in Lane Cove. It's, Springbok Delights is very, very popular. One thing in Lane Cove is that we're not really into big franchises. We hold the honour of McDonald's closing down in Lane Cove because we just don't, we don't like franchises. Uh, having said that, there's there are a few in Lane Cove that do well because they've got local business owners. Um and so all of, uh, the, so many of our little small businesses are owned by Lane Cove mums and dads and they're struggling big time. So um, what I would like to say is don't forget that you can do click and collect so, and you can order through their website and then they will arrange for you to pick it up when you're going and getting, if you are out and about, getting your um, vegetables and, and literally you're, you're in and out, bing, bang, boom. And um, you can click and collect at um, 
BU, Natural, The Source Lane Cove, Zhush, you can click and collect at the moment, The Hunted, Iris and Lynn, oh, and the Burns Bay Bookery. There is so, and all of every one of them that I've just named are all owned by, you know, mums and dads. So you're supporting independent. The other thing I'd like to say is that, and this is quite disturbing trend, is that when we had the first lockdown, in the cove was very, we went out there and we said, if you're elderly or you're vulnerable or you need help, come to us and we'll find someone for you and we'll work with Sydney Community Services. And they have a food bank. Didn't hear anything the first time of people needing help. This time I'm getting emails from people saying both my both myself and my spouse have been made redundant, we're struggling, do you have any ideas as what we can do? And I refer them to Sydney Community Services because they, on a no-names basis, they don't ask any questions, they're there to help you, they've got a food bank and they would. That, please don't be afraid to give them a, a buzz if you need that or if you need if you know someone who's struggling so that's Sydney Community Services and have a food bank and also if you would like to donate to them they really like Coles and Woolies vouchers because then they can give it to someone and say look go and get something that you really need other than just like canned food and, and vegetables so Sydney Community Services brilliant Lane Cove organisation. In the Cove special guest one of the things that has helped with people's mental health, Jackie, is getting outside, doing some exercise. And we're lucky to have Andy Smith to talk to. Yes, Andy from North Shore Running and Outdoor Fitness. And one of the great things that's happening at the moment is that people obviously are allowed to exercise outdoors. And I'm doing the very most I can. And as you said, helping people with their mental health, their, uh, their fitness, obviously, and giving them a release, you know, giving them an escape from you know, what we feel like that good old word lockdown has those negative connotations, whereas as soon as you say the word outdoor and exercise, suddenly we have a lot of positives to play with there. We publish um, Andy's com- columns on um, In the Cove and they are very well read. And one of the ones that um, Andy did was run a lap of Lane Cove. Andy, do you want to tell us a little bit about that challenge, which people can still do and be within the 5Ks? Yeah, thank God all I can say is that we do have a relatively small LGA um, because if it was any other one, I'd be giving a challenge of saying, let's run a lap of Northern Beaches, for example. It would be one very long lap and it would be probably a couple of days to complete something like that. So the uh, the lap of Lane Cove uh, was just an idea that I sort of threw up, just a random thought, mapped it out and thought, okay, how hard would it be and what sort of scenery could we play with? And fortunately, it worked out to be around roughly 30 kilometres. And one of the great things about our LGA is the variety that we have when I'm running that lap. Now, if you look at what our boundary lines uh, involve, there's a lot of harbour and there's a lot of bush tracks to play with as well. So uh, I went and did, obviously, as a good coach should do, do a practice run first to see if it works. And when I worked out that, yes, it's feasible, threw it up there. And as Jackie said, it's been quite a popular one. And I've got quite a few people that have not just run but walked. They've done sections of it. And it's been a bit of an introduction to uh, people who didn't realise, you know, what we actually have that is uh, possible to run or walk around our boundary line. 
Now, I'm, I'm so glad that you mentioned Walked because as someone with a shonky knee, my running days are a bit past me, but I love walking. What are some of the walking highlights of your lap of Lane Cove? Oh, first and foremost, the harbour and, and the uh, Lane Cove River. You know, if you just look at, say, for example, um, down to Blackman Park, you know, if you uh, go down there at the moment, um, we've got uh, one of the fortunate things about a lot of our, our locations is we've got space. Um, if you look at a lot of the ovals that people are using for outdoor exercise, it's a little bit on the crowded side, um, you know, and it's very hard to distinguish between what's two people exercising and what's 20 groups of two people exercising. So as a walk, if you look at, say, Blackman Park as a great example, you hit the bush tracks around there, whether you run it or whether you walk it, you've got a lot of space to play with. And uh, the scenery, you, know, it's, you can't beat what we've got. Not only has Andy got run a walk a lap of Lane Cove, we also have on our website Andy's top eight hill runs, your top eight bush trail runs, your stair ones, which look unbelievably tough to someone like me, but people are loving that. And also you've got some hints on, on um, bike, 5K bike rides in Lane Cove. So you, you've covered it all, Andy. I've been struggling to find a few more new ones to come up with, but every time someone comments on one of my blogs on runs to do, someone always throws up an idea and next thing you know, there's a new blog on there. Um, an example, one of my great ones, he was a young kid. He was only about 10 or 11 years old and he mentioned about one hill that he loved doing and it was in Osborne Street and he actually renamed it, not Osborne, but Osburn was the uh, the hill that he called. So, uh, you know, Mossman has the benefit of the Balmoral Burn. We've got the Osburn and that sort of threw up a new challenge. Um, so uh, it's great to get that feedback, especially from young kids who, you know, like... Like you guys, you know, they're feeling the pinch of the lockdown at the moment as well. And to be honest with you, that's probably the bulk of my work at the moment is not just engaging with adults, but also engaging with kids and giving them a release. There's no school sports, no club sports, no organised you know, indoor activities. And uh, so that's also been a great introduction and having once again that terrain that we've got around the Lane Cove region, just you can't ask for a better place to do it. If someone wants to contact you, what's the best way to contact you? Because I, I think that's great that they can contact you about kids because it's tough. Oh, it sure is. And uh, all I can say is that, you know, all the kids that I've got on my roster at the moment, they're, uh, they're enjoying it. Um, it's hard work for me as a coach, but it's extremely rewarding to see the benefits from it. So obviously our website, North Running and Outdoor Fitness Group, if you just do a Google search on that, um, you know, uh, Claire, um, uh, Claire Patterson, my boss, who owns North Shore Running Group, uh, has a pretty good uh, Google reach on our uh, search engine at the moment. So uh, if you just do a search under that. Also, uh, if you go to Jackie Barker's page in the Cove, uh, we've also got our details in there as well. So if you just do a search in there, um, you should find us as well. I know personally I'm doing things that I actually wouldn't have done when you're caught in the busy life of driving around and, you know, dropping people off and doing things like that. And I am exercising. So maybe one of the positive repercussions is that more people will be running and walking around Lane Cove. Yeah, I think there's definitely a greater awareness of what we have. And, uh, you know, to your point, Rob, is that uh, one thing that uh, working from home gives you a bit of advantage of is that we don't have to worry about that daily commute. 
And a lot of my clients have said that I don't need to get up at six o'clock in the morning to go for a run anymore because I only have to be at my desk at home by nine o'clock. So I'm living the luxurious life at the moment of not having to coach people at 5.36 a.m. I get to have a sleep in, <laughs> get the old 7.30, 8 o'clock uh, client group. And as you said, you don't have to worry about battling traffic for half an hour, an hour and go and get your exercise. And also the other thing that I've noticed that a lot of people are embracing now is that flexibility in their working life. You know, if they want to just duck out for half an hour, an hour at two o'clock in the afternoon, if you were stuck in an office, you'd feel a bit guilty for not being at your desk. Whereas now, and I know a lot of companies, feedback I've got from a lot of employers has been they're embracing people, you know, the idea of going out and having an escape, especially schools as well. Um, they're saying to the kids, don't panic about being available for a Zoom you know, class session. If you need to get out and breathe some fresh air, please, please, please do it. Yeah, and obviously, needless to say, I endorse that, uh, you know, that thought. Thank you so much, Andy. And um, we look forward to your next article on In The Cove. I think a great way to listen to In The Cove would be having a run around Lane Cove following one of Andy's routes. What do you reckon? I think that's a great idea, although I would personally would be walking rather than running. Now, Jackie, this may shock you, but I don't just do the In The Cove podcast. Are you moonlighting on me? I'm not doing anything for Chatswood or for uh, Tom Gleeson, nothing like that. <laughs> I've got a podcast and I'd love everyone to have a listen and give me their thoughts. It's called Subbies Under Fire. And it's basically, I, I've been illuminated to the whole subcontracting industry but what this is about is about subcontractors getting absolutely blasted and in the fire by builders they're basically not getting paid for the work that they're doing and the stories are quite horrific people you know losing houses losing their businesses it's it's a serious podcast but it's very illuminating and i know there's lots of construction going on you know, in Sydney and around Lane Cove. And it's important to think about the various elements involved in it. So if you get a chance, go to your search engine, Subbies Under Fire. Well, you know what, when you say that, Rob, one thing is that also gets back to another thing of make sure your traders are local because they're the people that you look you in the eye and they're the people who have to live with you. So they're not going to rip you off and they're not going to rip off their subbies. So that's just another reason to, to know who you're dealing with. Because if you're dealing with someone you're never going to see again, you don't know what they do. You don't know how they treat their subbies. So that's another reason for, for dealing with locals. Jackie, as always, the uh, In The Cove podcast is, I've learned something. We've shared some information. There's some important stuff for everyone to think about. But if you get a chance, you can contact us. The best way to do it is you can send us an email at info at inthecove.com.au or you can message us at our Facebook page, In The Cove, or Instagram, In The Cove, or everything really except for maybe snail mail. I don't, I, I don't check my mailbox. <laughs> Jackie, I don't even know where mine is. But look, everyone, just keep keep following us, keep watching, share, listen. You've been listening to the In The Cove podcast. Bye. What happens in the cove stays in the cove. This podcast has been produced by localpodcast.com.au. If your organisation needs a podcast, contact Rob 0404 289 956.